Today's podcast is going to be looking at law and grace, the Old Testament versus the New Testament of the Bible. What does the Old Testament mean and how did it change as it readjusted itself in the New Testament through grace? I know that you're going to enjoy the subject. Be sure and stay tuned. Thank you. Welcome to From Sin to Zen. We realize this podcast may not be for everyone. However, we believe there are no accidents, and we were meant to connect today. Let's consider a serious question. If the restrictions caused by the laws of religious dogma would have been able to bring the whole world together, why are so many leaving organized religion in search of a new spirituality? From Sin to Zen offers you an opportunity to contemplate what is true, which you will decide for yourself during our journey to spiritual self-empowerment. If you are in the process of re-examining old beliefs that no longer serve you and realize there has to be a more excellent way, then this podcast is for you. We invite you to join us as we take another look at some of the most important tenets of fundamental Judeo-Christian dogma that may be holding you back from fully expressing all you were created to be. This will take us from fear-based dogmas to a love-based experience, or from sin to zen. Your spiritual guide for Sin to Zen, David Hulse. Throughout his years of spiritual searching, David has challenged many traditional doctrines, theologies, and dogmas. He has inspired numerous individuals toward a journey of self-discovery by sharing his own experiences. As David has traveled through various beliefs about God, he now sees himself as a bridge between the old and the new. His stirring presentations of intuitive wisdom will inspire and challenge you to move from believing in God to the experiential realm of knowing God and manifesting the spiritual aspects of love, peace, and joy in your life. It is my pleasure to introduce David Hulse for an enlightened journey from sin to zen. Hello and welcome to today's podcast, From Sin to Zen. The name of this podcast, for you that might be new to this podcast, is for the trying to reach the person who's trying to make that transition from old religious dogma and doctrine, which I believe has made the innate word that's already within us of no effect. Um, so this podcast is to help those who are kind of going through re, uh, reevaluating a lot of the teachings and doctrines of of childhood type religions, which is very much imprinted genetically and vibrationally within our own bodies. So a lot of people say to me, well, I don't believe certain things any longer, but because you don't believe them in the mental atmosphere, it doesn't mean that it is not imprinted very deeply into your more, uh, what I call etheric or uh, your energy body, I guess we could call it that. So, 
we're trying to look at some things to see if there may be room for some correction, uh, which is Second uh, Timothy 3.16 says that, um, that the real word, the real word, the real logos is really the Greek word for the word word. The real logos uh, that we're looking for that we call the word of God in religion is actually imprinted within our spirit because the spirit is the spirit of truth. Therefore, it contains the truth. All the truth that you need is contained in the potential of your spirit already. So you don't have to learn everything outside of yourself, but you need to learn how to listen to what's inside yourself, that inner voice that is speaking to you. And we're going to talk about that in just just a moment. So today's podcast is a scripture review of law and grace. Now, any of you out there that know anything at all about a Bible know that it is divided into two testaments or covenants, the old covenant and the New Covenant, or the New Testament and the Old Testament. The Old Testament is very different in many ways from the New Testament because of a change in divine order. Now, the order of the Old Testament is pretty much uh, through the priesthood of Aaron, or the Aaronic priesthood, which is a completely different uh, priesthood than what Yeshua the Christ shows up in 2,000 years ago, which is no longer the Aaronic um, covenant, but it is the order of Melchizedek. Now, people don't realize the word Melchizedek is very uh, very few times used in the Bible, but it's basically speaking of the order that uh, was given to us 2,000 years ago as we moved from the dispensation of law to a dispensation of grace. So this is a part of the spiritual evolution of every person who in any way is following a spiritual path is that many of us have to go through that first part uh, of uh, what the Old Testament represents to make it into the New Testament. So the Old Testament was based mostly upon different laws. Now, these laws were mostly man-made. I know a lot of people want to say that all these laws that are in the Old Testament uh, came directly from God, but they did not because they carry a political and very um, uh, imperialistic type of of laws that had to do with uh, defining people. Uh, informing people, their culture, their beliefs, their limitations, their abilities of what they could do and not do was all forming a complete civilization upon the planet. A lot of people believe when I say, you say the, uh, the law of God, they think of the Ten Commandments, but actually there are many, many laws contained in ordinances. I know of 613 that is mentioned throughout the books of Leviticus and uh, a few other books of the Old Testament. Everything from not to uh, eat shrimp and uh, not to wear a certain mixture of, of wools, which I think today we would kind of fall, find that totally irrelevant to most of our spiritual situations and conditions that we're trying to pray about and work with right now is, is not what kind of uh, material you're wearing or whether you're going to uh, have shrimp for dinner. I think there's bigger fish to fry, don't you, in the world? So as we move on uh, to really realize that the Spirit knows how to pray, oftentimes when we do not. So let's talk a little bit about this scriptural uh, review. Uh, First of all, I'm going to say we will never move to understand our wholeness 
until we establish ourselves in the principles of the true teachings of the universal Christ. That's very important. We will never, I'm going to read it again. This is out of my book called, uh, another, take another look that I wrote a few years ago. We will never move on to understand our perfection. Now, a lot of people just think that understanding is believing. I believe it because the Bible says it. I believe it because my church says it. I believe it because this is what my minister taught me. I believe it because my parents taught me this. Now, there's a difference in believing in something without the understanding of it. But the power is in the understanding of something. And this is why we are trying our best to present a way in which that we can learn and understand what I believe deeply a lot of you who are resonating with this podcast already know. I think you already know it when you hear it. It's not like uh, I got that for the first time. It's like, I think I forgot that, but now I remember it. I just need to hear it said in words that my brain understands. Then you have what's called a witness between the word, the true word, the Logos word, the word of spirit and truth, and how it resonates within your understanding of your mind. And boy, when those two things come together, they produce a lot of wonderful manifestations, basically, in your life. Now, we've invested a lot of time um, in laying the foundation, which I believe is being laid upon the shifting sands of second-handed, passed-down information, rather than on the solid rock of our ability to show ourselves approved. So every one of you are building on something. Every one of you have a foundation whether you know it or not. You're either, uh, you're building your mind. See, every thought is like a brick or a stone that you're putting in the building of your mind. And you're building a mindset. You're building a consciousness. You're, you're, you're doing that. And, and not other people. Now, other people may give you uh, the knowledge or the information or the the the, the what to believe, but it's you and only you that can qualify that by your own power. Therefore, at that level, we're not victims because we hold the power inside of ourselves. Maybe we doesn't look like it does outside of ourselves, that we've been brainwashed, as they call it, or we've been uh, manipulated or controlled. That can happen only when we are in a position to allow it to happen. I believe in empowerment, and I hope that everything on this podcast helps you to be empowered with your power, and there's areas where you've given your power away that you need to take it back, and a lot of that is even in some of our religious beliefs that we've given so much power to it that we don't realize that our power is what's going to create the prophecy, such as horrible things happening and all that kind of thing, and things are happening, horrible things, earthquakes are happening. Terrible what just happened in the Middle East. We know that things are happening, but why are they happening? Is it because God is punishing us because we are so bad? Uh, or is it because we ourselves, through our own beliefs and actions and choices, are really miscreating this world to be something other than it was created to be? That means responsibility. People don't like that word. Responsibility. What is that? The ability to respond. It's an ability to, that you have to respond. So either you're building uh, on lively stones of truth, or either you're building upon this sinking sand uh, that when when things happen, then it crumbles and you don't know what to believe and wasn't sure about that. Uh, and, and those who will 
stay strong in this time of this great storm of change are going to be those that are very grounded in their knowing system rather than their believing system. I think believing uh, belief systems are already crumbling all around us. I think people are not sure what they believe. I, I think people are saying, I don't, I don't believe what I used to believe anymore, but I don't know what to believe. So this is a, a time of a, re, uh, a rebooting. It's a time in which that we have to stop and say, are we building a house of consciousness that can't stand the sifting sands of change and, and transformation? Or am I building upon the solid rock that I know, that I know, that I know, that I know that I, I am? I know that everything is happening for the highest good. I know that all things work for good, like the scripture says. I know that everything has an order to it. I know that everything has a purpose. When you start feeding that, then you begin to allow it to grow and to manifest more and more into your consciousness of knowing that no matter what my eyes see or my ears hear on television or on the news, that I know that I am in the center of the eye of God, in the eye of God, in the center of the hurricane, in the center of the tornado, in the center of the storm. And when you just stay in that I I am, it could be E-Y-E or I, I am, I am the eye of God. I am in the eye of God. And even though things are going on around me, I find peace that passes understanding. I find that inner joy of knowing and the vision that things are going to get better and things are going to evolve to a whole new and different level. So if we can keep a positive vision and feed that, then we can be the ones to change what we have already done to ourselves. And that's why we need to step up, come together, and begin to create this collective mind and this collective consciousness that will begin to uh, re reform, recreate. So we've all had this time to build a foundation and I think it's going to be very tested. Due to a perception of a separate God, we have focused on what we can get from God. I want you to get that. We focus on what we can get from God rather than what we can give to God. Most people don't think they have anything to give to God because God is all-powerful. And if God is all-powerful and separate, remember that. God is out there somewhere in heaven and uh, his not where I am, hmm, think about that, where I am, that I am, that we begin to look unto this separate God uh, and focus up on that and give it power, power that we have been given by God. God gave us power to multiply. He gave us power to recreate. He gave us power to uh to heal, uh, to evolve, all these wonderful things that we're deep down yearning uh, to attain to has already been given to us by a, a birthright. It's not that you had to earn it. You know, religion puts us on a on a, a, a blessing and punishment system. Either you're good enough and God gives you back, or either you're bad enough and God punishes you. I hope that you out there who have are trying to outgrow that kind of teaching that we can help you to understand that this is not the word of God, but the doctrines of man. So the, another scripture for this that I'm going to give you is Psalms 115 and 1, where um, it is supposedly David, the psalmist, is saying this, or singing this, actually he's saying it, not unto us, not unto us, 
but unto your name give glory. I like that. When I first read that many years ago, it was like I felt that there was not a prayer for God to do something, but there's a prayer of make me available for you. Allow me to be your channel, your vessel, that you may pour forth your presence out of me into the, my world, the world that I affect every day, because every one of us has a world our own world that we live in, the people we know, our family, everything that we do is within a world that we have made for ourselves. And it's in that world that we can allow the light of God to shine in us, through us, and as us into the world. Present truth is experienced when the inherent word enters our consciousness from spirit. Hmm. Present truth is experienced when the inherent word enters our consciousness from spirit. Turning the soul mind into the same vibration of spirit, making them one. Now that's important. We, we, let's stay with that. First of all, present truth. What is the difference in truth and present truth? Or I like to say what is true in the present and not true in the present. Well, let me give you a, a kind of an example of that. If I, uh, where I'm sitting right now doing this podcast is a rather beautiful day. I think the sun is shining. And it's a pretty nice day here where I am. The sun is shining. The sky is blue. And if I came on here and told you that and maybe made a lesson out of out of uh, about the light of the day and the sun and all these things that do with day, no one would have trouble with that because it's true. Now, if I come back at nine o'clock tonight and started teaching the same thing about it's the day out there, the sun is shining and everything, that would no longer be true. So I would have to move from what was true when I said it to what is true or the truth of where I am. Does that make sense to you? In other words, if I if I don't bring spirit of truth into the frame of where it wants to be and manifest, then I am not in present truth. So this is one of the things that concerns me about the Bible is the Bible holds us always into another time, into another time. I call it worship in retrospect. We worship those who lived thousands of years ago and, and we never recognized those um, seeds of spirit that incarnated and was sown in more our time. In other words, if I mention somebody's name, um, I happen to, to really love um, some Tesla's work and different people that are not in the Bible. You won't find these names in the Bible because they lived beyond the time of uh, the Bible. They lived later. And therefore, somehow they didn't get the validity of being uh, official uh, as, a, as a prophet or a teacher of God because they're not in the Bible. And there's so many people that have lived uh, in the last few hundred years, 200 years, 150 years even, who have really had breakthroughs of bringing us more present truth. Now, let me say it this way. In other words, there are things out there that you might believe 
That was true at the time you believed it. It was important. I know every step that I've taken, I don't think I would change it. Everything I've believed in the many decades that I've been a speaker uh, and, and a minister, uh, I taught things that I I believed it. I believed it was perfect for me at the time. And I was very blessed with that true. But the thing was, I realized that truth, now truth itself is not progressive. Truth is the truth. But our understanding of the mind is progressive. We have to change our mind, uh, which is progressive. So that means that our pro- uh, through the progression of how we see the truth is what is changing, not the truth. So I kept updating myself through all these years as new information came out. And, and a lot of this information, I didn't exactly in the, in the beginning find it in the Bible. Uh, in the early, early years of my stepping on the path, I guess, of revelation, uh, you might want to call it, uh, I questioned myself because I had become so uh, connected to certain beliefs that I thought I believed and that I was taught. And then this new information would come out. And the thing that was different was it witnessed right in the center of the gut of my being. I... I'm sure all of you had some experience of hearing something or uh, reading something, and before the brain could catch up to understand it, you already had a had a uh, a witness inside you somewhere, and that is your knowing system before your belief system. So it's better to believe what you know rather than try to know what you believe. It's important that your knowing system is activated. So I know that's a simple thing. But again, I'm sitting here talking about how beautiful day the sun is shining, the sky is blue, and that is the truth. I even might get an amen. But if I come back here and it's nighttime and I'm still teaching that same thing, it's not that I'm contradicting myself. It's just that I've moved to truth, to present truth. Are you in present truth? What is the spirit saying? In the book of Revelations, which is the last book in the Bible, it says, and I believe it's 17 times, hear what the Spirit is saying to the, you say read it in a book. It said you got to be in a place to receive and hear what the Spirit is saying in present truth in the time. And I've never known a time that we need to hear present truth and the present voice of Spirit to navigate and to help us to get through this time in which we are living. Best, all right? So you listen to somebody on the news or you hear somebody politically or whatever. Your responsibility is not to react immediately with that, but is to separate yourself and say, does this witness with my spirit? And if it does not, then I would say put it on the shelf and don't judge it right or wrong, good or bad, but do not qualify it into your belief system because your belief system is the cause of a lot of things that end up at the, at the physical and cellular level. Your body is the result of, of your beliefs, and therefore as you change your belief, you can change your body. So we're going to continue this next uh, week uh, and talk about this great shift from the Old Testament to the New Testament and from law into the age of grace. And then we're going to answer the question, is there yet another covenant? Is there a third covenant? 
that is not even written by the pen of a man, but is written by the finger of the Spirit of God upon the tables of your heart. Upon that we shall find the present truth, and the present truth shall set us free. Thank you for joining us today on the podcast. I hope that something has been said that you felt that little witness in the core of your being. If you have, then I ask you to please do the research for yourself, empower yourself, and let the divine word of God come forth into you to expand your wonderful experience as an initiate walking upon the path of the just that shines brighter and brighter unto a full and perfect day. So please tell your friends. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions or any comments, there is a place that you can find where to do that at the end of this podcast. So until next week, I wish you the best, that you may grow in spirit and unity of the faith of the fullness of God and from sin to sin. From Sin to Zen is sponsored by Soma Energetics Vibrational Tools and Training. Raise your vibration at www.somaenergetics.com. And Heartlight Spiritual Center, a spirit-led, heart-centered, Christ-conscious, loving community. Raise your consciousness at www.heartlightcharlotte.org.